Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show. It is Denise Salcedo. You're listening to Speak Now Pro Wrestling here on YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And man, we officially had night one of the WWE draft uh, here. Uh, we uh, learned of 50% of the roster that is going to be going to either SmackDown or Raw. And then we're going to learn the rest of the roster on this coming Monday's episode of Monday Night Raw. And man, I uh, already today, it kind of gave us a whole lot to talk about. Uh, of course, we now know where Roman Reigns is going to be, which brand he's going to be on. And we now know where the World Heavyweight Championship title is going to be. So we're going to get into all of that and more here today. Primarily, we're going to have WWE draft talk all the way through. And of course, we'll talk about some of the highlights of SmackDown, but it's pretty much the draft that we're going to be focusing on here today. But before I continue on, before I get started, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, for those of you who haven't heard the announcement i'm officially moving all of my speak now pro wrestling shows here to my youtube channel so tuesdays i'm live for nxt wednesdays i'm live for aew dynamite and fridays i am live for friday night smackdown and on top of that whenever they do announce the uh the rumored the reported new aew show that's supposed to be coming on uh, on saturdays uh collision is what the you know what the streets are saying then i will be live then as well but in the meantime, live here three times a week. So let's do this. Also, if you want to help support this podcast, uh, show some love, guys. I do fund myself entirely. So if you do send in the Super Chats, they are so much appreciated uh, here. And you also get your question, your comment, your statement, your hot take, whatever it is, read here on this show. So let's get to it. Um, we're going to kick things off with our couple of our first Super Chats that we got here. And this is from Jane Hammond, who says, SmackDown is looking great. Raw needs to step it up so it look there is pretty much way more names on the SmackDown side of things. When I was putting the graphic together, because I was putting a little graphic together with all of the names and everybody that had been drafted, I kid you not, I went back and I looked at that. I looked at, I looked back at all of the rounds and counted everybody like three different times because I'm like, wait a minute, there are so many more people on SmackDown than there are on Raw. But a huge reason of that is because, well, SmackDown drafted a lot of groups. So a lot of people that came with package deals we will get into that in just a second Andrew cool sends in a super chat saying they should rename the women's universal championship or smackdown and raw wwe women's world championship instead of doing another becky and charlotte i really hope now of course we still don't know what brand Rhea Ripley is going to be on because she was not um, eligible to be drafted here tonight. However, we did learn that Bianca Belair, uh, the Raw Women's Champion, is going to SmackDown. And so, yes, it does pose this issue when if you got your Raw Women's Champion going over to SmackDown, how are we going to go about that in terms of, you know, making sure that, you know, everything matches and every title is where it's supposed to be? I really hate that. And I honestly would not hate it if we did get something like what you said right now. If you just had the WWE Women's Champion, uh, the Universal Women's Champion, whatever you want to call it. Um, to me, I do think that would make more sense just for simple reasons when it comes to uh, situations like this where you've got the Raw Women's Champion now on SmackDown. It doesn't match. 
Um, but Andrew Cool, thank you so much for sending in this super chat, man. I appreciate it so very much. Um, all right, guys, our chat is blowing up here. We got a super chat from Sheldon Jackson success. So we can have nice things at the moment because of the main event tonight. Thank you, WWE, for not taking the tag titles off of Sammy and KO. So, Sheldon, I got to tell you, during this main event match, I was thinking about you. And I was like, oh, he better not be right in this situation because this was a discussion, um, uh, you know, on previous shows was when they announced the rematch of the Usos versus Sammy, uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, uh, Shelton Jackson here thought that there might be a title change. And so it didn't happen. And I'm so glad it didn't happen because I did not want to see Sammy and KO uh, lose their tag team titles when they literally just won it like 27 days ago. So yeah, I definitely did not want to see them lose their titles. And I'm glad that they didn't here tonight. Um, I really do think instead they did this story to, uh, of course, further the dissension that we've been talking about every week with the bloodline, especially today, given that the Usos were not drafted with Roman Reigns, Solisakoa and Paul Heyman. And then on top of that, this was a pretty newsworthy show, so you're going to want to have a really good main event that's going to uh, spike a lot of interest. And I think that um, making a WrestleMania rematch was definitely going to spike some interest from fans. Uh, Sheldon Jackson, thank you so much for that super chat, man. Uh, we got Nick Grosso with a very generous super chat who says, I don't get why Indy didn't get... I don't get why Indy didn't drop her title on Tuesday. If she was going to be drafted, I guess we are getting a title swap with Rhea and Bianca because I see the titles being merged. It would make the brand split meaningless. So that's another thing. One of the people that was drafted here today, and we're going to go through everybody in just a second, but one of the people that was drafted from NXT over to, uh, to the main roster is Indy Hartwell. Now, a lot of you guys know the name because Indy Hartwell has been on NXT for a very, very long time. And she was kind of, it kind of sucked for her because she got to see a lot of her friends, you know, come and go, well, really just go. And so, you know, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Austin Theory, Dexter Loomis, uh, as part of the way, she was one of the people that got the most over in that situation because she really got to show a lot of her personality and her love line, her storyline that she had with Dexter Loomis really got, it kind of won the hearts of a lot of people. But she was still on NXT when everybody got drafted and called up to the main roster and this and that, and she was still there. And so it was kind of unfortunate to have to, you know, you don't ever want to be the person that's still in developmental when everybody has gone on and, you know, gone on and done better things. But recently, Indy Hartwell's luck has been sort of changing. So she became NXT Women's Champion, which shocked a lot of people uh, on Stand and Deliver. It shocked me because I was definitely expecting to see Roxanne uh, retain her championship and she didn't. And so then I'm thinking, oh, well, then the reason is probably because Roxanne Perez is going to get drafted to the main roster. Now, she still can be drafted to the main roster, but it definitely didn't happen here tonight. Now, for those of you who missed NXT Spring Breaking, we had a triple threat match between Tiffany Stratton, Indy Hartwell, and Roxanne Perez. And it was for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, I thought, okay, 
I still think that they were going to, so there's a lot that happened. So going into the match, I figured, okay, Indy Hartwell is going to win because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton are pretty much going to, you know, screw each other out. Maybe Indy will steal a victory or something along those lines will happen because I was still predicting that Roxanne Perez was going to go to the main roster. She still could be, but anyways, so because I just didn't really see an explanation for them taking the belt off of Roxanne. Anyways, during this match, there was a legitimate injury that went down where um, on the outside, we had Tiffany Stratton do a spot to the outside. And when Roxanne Perez and Indy Hartwell were out there, when they caught her, Indy's, Indy's leg went backwards and her weight, Tiffany's weight, Roxanne's weight, literally everybody's weight, literally fell on her as her leg was bent backward. It was a very, very uh, ugly situation. So they took her out and then they had to continue the match with just Roxanne and uh, Tiffany Stratton. In the end, she came back. At first I thought, oh, it was part of the show. No, it was not. She was legitimately, uh, you know, legitimately hurt. You saw her here today when she got, um, cause they were showing the NXT Performance Center and all of the talents there. And so you definitely saw that, you know, she's still not, you know, 100%. So um, her luck is definitely changing. What this means for the NXT Women's Championship, I don't know. Um, this to me feels like a last minute decision in terms of having Indy Hartwell get called up. I don't know, because I'm thinking, why would they have the NXT Women's Championship on her have an opportunity this week to take it off of her if she was going to be moving up to the main roster? So I'm just going to go ahead and guess that this kind of felt like more of a last minute situation, because if not, I do think that they would have gotten the belt off of Indy Hartwell this Tuesday when they had the chance. But uh, thank you so much to Nick Grosso for sending in uh, this super chat. I really thank you for that, man. Uh, we got another one here from Sass1000 who says, I really wanted AJ to stay on Raw. A Seth versus AJ feud for the new world title would be amazing. Well, don't give up hope yet, Sass1000, because Seth Rollins has not yet been drafted. He could be drafted uh, to the exact same brand as AJ Styles uh, come uh, on Raw. So coming this Monday, we'll find out. So don't give up hope just yet. Ryan Lambert sends in a super chat saying, Matt Riddle and The Miz got drafted a tad too high. I disagree with Riddle. I do think that Riddle getting drafted at that spot kind of made sense for, you know, his return. Uh, he's a popular guy on, uh, you know, pre prior to him, you know, leaving and having this time off for, you know, personal issues. It's uh, prior to that. With RK Bro, he was getting himself supremely over. And everything that he's been doing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn has been working as well. Uh, so they definitely did have, uh, I think, a lot of reasons to draft Riddle where they drafted him. I did think that the Miz got drafted way too early. I wasn't expecting to see Miz get drafted today. I might have expected it more so on uh Monday's episode of Raw. We got Mike Parker who sends in a super chat saying, seems like Indy got the title now as a thank you before getting drafted to the main roster. I see your point there. I really see your point there because a lot of people, I know I was kind of going, wait, what? It, it did kind of feel like, you know, she had been on as part of the NXT brand 
for a very long time. I don't think a lot of people even thought that she would become NXT Women's Champion. And now she can at least say like, hey, yeah, I was NXT Women's Champion at one point on NXT. But even then, though, that doesn't explain still keeping the title on her um, as early as this past Tuesday, I mean, this Tuesday. Uh, so it is interesting to see, like, I'm curious to see what the time frame was and, uh, you know, why they kept the title on her if they didn't know that she was going to be drafted or not. Uh, Nicholas Jacobs, thank you so much for the super chat. Nicholas says, well, I guess Cody's story is done. Now he can go to Raw and win his consolation prize as the world heavyweight champion. Um, just like everybody else who lost to Roman, wonderful, good Lord. So, that is a huge topic that we're going to get into now, uh, thanks to Nicholas Jacobs. And for those of you who missed it, we are seeing Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes completely drafted on separate brands. They are not going to be on the same show together. And to be honest, I kind of predicted this in a way because I had a feeling they would be on separate brands and the only reason I figured that they would be on separate brands not that I'm saying that that's the direction they should have gone but it felt pretty predictable predictable to me and the reason that is is because you knew that the number one draft pick was going to be Roman Reigns okay and if the next brand you know, who it, let's let's, you know, with SmackDown being having the first pick, you knew for a fact that if they didn't pick, how do you not pick Cody Rhodes as the next as the next as their first draft pick? You knew that these were going to be um, number one draft picks, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. So one of these brands was going to get one, which meant that the other one would end up going to the other brands. Now, of course, this is scripted and, we, you know, they can do whatever they want, but it does make more sense when these are, you know, your two guys that headlined, headlined WrestleMania, you're going to expect them to be separated on these brands. However, with that being said, I do agree with Nicholas Jacobs, and I know this is a hot topic, so uh, get them thoughts in here. Cody Rhodes is, um, so the thing that they announced with the World Heavyweight Championship is that the brand that Roman Reigns is not on is going to be the brand that gets the World Heavyweight Championship. So the second that Roman Reigns was announced to go to SmackDown, you knew that the title was going to go to Raw. Then they immediately announced Cody Rhodes is going to be staying on Raw, which a lot of people already, the second that that World Heavyweight Championship was announced, a lot of people knew that this was kind of the belt that would be given uh, to Cody Rhodes. That's the prediction. That's the prediction right now, that Cody Rhodes is most likely going to be the World's Heavyweight Champion. Now, of course, card's subject to change. We don't know that for a fact. But right now, he is the most likely person to become World's Heavyweight Champion. And that brings forth this whole entire argument of, is that a consolation prize for Cody Rhodes not become not defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and my answer and I know people are going to get mad is yes I do think that putting the this specific title on Cody Rhodes is going to feel like a consolation prize it is going to feel like well you know we're going to keep it on Roman because you know we want Roman to get all of these records and do all of these hit numbers and this this and that and whatever else reason so we're going to need another championship oh also 
because we're not going to really be seeing Roman that often. So we're going to need a top champion. We want Cody Rhodes on top, but we just don't want him to defeat Roman Reigns um, because that's Roman Reigns' thing. So you know what? Let's make a whole new title and we're going to put it on Cody Rhodes. That's really what it feels like right now. So I cannot blame Nicholas Jacob for, for sending this in. Now, um, that brings in a whole other topic. Uh, we'll get into that later uh, if you guys have more questions on the World Heavyweight Championship. But let's continue on with um, more Super Chats and more on the WWE Draft. We got another one here from Sheldon Jackson who says, Oh, no, he has a correction. Excuse me. He says, no, I didn't, Denise. I said WWE may do it because of Night of Champions being in Saudi. I never wanted Sammy and Kale to lose it all. I believe they should have a nice read. Lying on my name. How dare you? My apologies, Sheldon. Thank you for correcting yourself here. Uh, Sheldon Jackson predicted, excuse me, or said that there was a chance that Sammy and Kale might possibly win. Uh, excuse me, lose here tonight because of, you know, Night of Champions happening in Saudi Arabia. And we know that, you know, Sammy and KO ain't going to be there. So, uh, Sheldon, my apologies. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, Lake the Snake sends in a super chat saying, I've got a huge feeling that they finally got Indy and Dexter together only to draft Dexter Loomis to SmackDown. Look, I know, well, when Indy Hartwell won the NXT Women's Championship, she did have the help of Dexter, well, not the help, but she did have Dexter Loomis there with her in the moment. So I originally kind of felt like, you know, we should kind of move on from that. We should do something different. I don't want to see the same storylines that I was already seeing on NXT. I do want to see something different on the main roster. However, you know, the main roster run for Dexter Loomis hasn't necessarily been too great. There's been nothing to really brag about, nothing to write home about. So for, for me, it's like now, before, I kind of didn't want to see Indian Dexter, you know, continue their situation on the main roster. Now, I don't necessarily hate the idea. So I'm on board with it only for the simple fact that I have not been liking what they've been doing with Dexter Loomis on the main roster because they haven't, it, it's, the character has gone in kind of stale for me. And so that's kind of the reason why. Danny Padilla sends in a very generous super chat. Thank you so much to Danny who says, but Triple H said that this was the first chapter of Cody and Roman. He forgot to say it was the first and last. I called this as soon as the draft was announced. Hope Cody enjoys the new title until Roman wins that too. Now, I don't think Roman will get that title. Of course, a lot of people are making the joke. Hell, I made the joke on Twitter, but I don't necessarily really believe that, you know, Roman Reigns is going to eventually become World Heavyweight Champion. He's going to have three belts on him. That would just be too much. At that point, they would seriously be overdoing it. Um, so I don't expect that to happen whatsoever um but in terms of i really do think that they kind of i'm trying to step into their shoes i'm trying to get into their vision i'm trying to get into what they might be playing out here and i think what they want to do of course, I wouldn't have gone about this differently because I'm on the side of Cody Rhodes should have won at WrestleMania but now just for the simple sake of arguments just just to I don't know, paint a different picture. It seems to me like they're planning on, you know, because if they're going to do, let's just say they're going to do Roman versus Cody Rhodes at next year's WrestleMania. It's a long time from now, guys. We got a whole year, man. So I feel like they're planning on having Cody Rhodes do his whole thing uh, on one brand and, you know, become champion, continue to build his name up, do all these other things with all these other talents. And then, 
eventually some way somehow uh reconnect the dots so that we can see roman and cody next year at wrestlemania like that's what i'm thinking they're getting at uh of course I really do believe that it kind of it, it kind of does suck because I really do believe that the moment has passed um, for Cody to have that big giant moment in Hollywood in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium with how I forgot how many thousands and thousands of people were there. Uh, I really truly truly believe the moment did pass, but you know what? That's an argument that everyone's going to be on a different side of. Uh, Steve Bridge, uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Didn't send in a comment, but I appreciate you, man, for sending this in. Jay Miller three three eight nine sends in a super chat saying, "Thinking EO beats Bianca at Backlash, setting up Bianca and Rhea feud at SummerSlam." So, um, you know, I don't know how they're going to go about with the title situation with Bianca Belair. That was something we kind of touched on in just a second. But I am honestly not expecting to see Bianca lose her title at Backlash. And a big reason of that for that is mainly because to me, now she's kind of like the female. I mean, I'm not going to compare her exactly to Roman Reigns because that would just be too crazy. But um, I kind of see her as the female version of Roman Reigns where she you knows she's held the belt now for quite a while. And I feel like whoever, you know, she has set such a high bar as this athletic competitor, um, you know, top notch talent top-notch wrestler top-notch everything that i feel whoever is going to beat her really really has to prove themselves and while i'm a big fan of eo i would still love to see her you know have more singles matches on the show have more time to really build herself up before i can actually see her defeating bianca belair um at least not for this pay-per-view i just don't see it happening um but of course i can be wrong i don't book the show uh jay miller uh three three eight nine thank you so much for that super chat man i thank you very much um i'm going through the comments guys i'm a little bit behind and we got another one here from steve bridge uh steve thank you so much for being uh so kind and sending that in um okay so let's continue on because we have so much to talk about in regards to the draft so let's see here we need to talk about who's going where and what brands are looking strongest. So here we go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, the uh, graphic here and kind of just run this down. So let's start with the raw side of things. Um, and before we get to that, Danny Padilla sends in a very generous super chat. By the way, guys, um, seriously, thank you so much for sending this in. A lot of you guys don't know this, but I fund this entire channel by myself. I recently moved these channels, um, this, this podcast over from F4W to this channel, which means now I don't have that income anymore and i'm literally um kind of just betting on myself and betting on the future of this show and how i can continue to grow it here on my own platform so i really appreciate you guys sending these in and just coming in and just showing support because every uh viewer every view really really matters here uh but danny says a full year till the next mania means Roman still has enough time to win every title in the company and become the new WWE Universal Super Duper Intergalactic Heavyweight Champion of the world. You know what, Danny? You messed up there because you know he's going to be the new WWE Universal Super Duper Intergal Intergalactic Stupendous Heavyweight Champion of the world. I'm not over the stupendous, guys. I, I like to throw it in there. But Danny, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, okay, so 
Let's get in on the uh, raw side of things. Let's start off with raw. So um, the raw side is kind of looking, of course, right now, just a little bit unbalanced, but that's okay. We still got a whole extra night of the draft. So on the raw side, we've got Cody Rhodes, Becky Lynch, Gunther, Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Indy Hartwell. So let's talk about what we have here so far and the pros and the cons here. So Raw so far already has some really big names. Let's start with the men's. When you got Cody Rhodes in there and you got Drew McIntyre, to me, those are already two strong, two very strong names to have in that World Heavyweight Championship picture. Another one is definitely Gunther. Now, I know that they've sort of been a little bit on the fence about whether or not what they're going to do with Gunther, but based on Gunther's reign as Intercontinental Champion, based on his match that he had at Clash at the Castle with Sheamus, based on his match that he had at WrestleMania with uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, that to me also puts him as a World Heavyweight Champion uh, contender. So off the bat, you got Cody, Gunther, Drew McIntyre. They can also get Matt Riddle there. They can add Shinsuke Nakamura. I know I don't think Shinsuke Nakamura will actually become World Heavyweight Champion, but still having him as a, a contender could possibly just add some more depth and some more, um, you know, depending on how they decide to do this because they haven't even announced how are they going to, uh, you know, decide who is in this match at Night of Champions? All we know is Night of Champions, someone's going to become World Heavyweight Champion, but we do not know if this, this is going to be a tournament. Are we just going to be picking people at random? Are there going to be qualifying matches? Like, what exactly is going to be the thing to lead to the actual matchup, right? We still don't know. So already Raw's pros are that they have some good people that can be in that World Heavyweight Championship picture. Uh, right now for the women, it's not looking good because you only have Becky Lynch and nobody at an Indy Hartwell, but that's kind of it. So uh, they definitely need to work on the women's. But of course, this is just based off of day one uh, WWE draft. Uh, the other thing that we need to talk about is I'm kind of happy that they have Imperium there because Imperium can not only offer Gunther as a top main title picture person, but also you have Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser who can definitely be in the tag team picture, but also if they wanted to put them in the singles picture as well, because both of those guys are really good. The things that you can do with Matt Riddle and Gunther, Matt Riddle and Giovanni, uh, there's just so many different options that I think that they can go about it here. And I'm happy to see Gunther and Drew still on this on the same roster based on their hard hitting action that we saw at WrestleMania. So if you ask me, those are the pros right now for what we're seeing on the Raw roster. The cons is clearly that they still don't have a lot of names. This is a three-hour show. We got a book. Well, not me, but, you know, they got to book a three-hour show. And so you're going to want to definitely see a lot more names there. And we're going to want to see a lot more women because right now we just got Becky and Indy. Uh, that's clearly not a division, but we're getting there. Again, this is just night one. We get a super chat here from Darf Steven who says, uh, because Denise is the best. Thank you so much, Steven, for your uh, continuous uh, support, man. Uh, thank you so much. Ryan just, oh man. Oh man, I'm so sorry, Ryan. Chicheni, Saseni, Chichini. 
Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Ryan. Please don't hate me. Ryan sends in a super chat saying, Cody now has Lesnar, uh, heel Drew, Seth, and Gunther to occupy his time until Roman. Well, we don't know yet because we don't know where Brock Lesnar is going to end up. We don't know where Seth Rollins is going to end up, but we, he definitely has Drew and Gunther um, to definitely occupy his time, like you said. But clearly, well, you know what? He's still going to finish. He's going to have his match with Lesnar at Backlash. So that already counts, right? They're already in the feud. They're already doing it. And we... I do eventually want to see them circle back to Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I know they've already had three matches together, but all those three matches were so incredibly different. The WrestleMania match, that was mainly about, you know, Cody Rhodes coming into WWE. The WrestleMania Backlash one was really great. Then their Hell in a Cell one, that one was vicious. That one was a whole story within itself. So I still feel like there is so much more that, can be done in the future with Cody and Seth. And I would like it. And I said this on the Raw Post Show, but I would really like it though, if it was actually Seth who won the World Heavyweight Championship first, man. I don't know if I'm alone on that. If you guys here agree or disagree, let me know. I kind of want Seth to be the first person to win the World Heavyweight Champ, the, the new World Heavyweight Championship. And the reason I say that is because the big topic is, you know, is this going to be a consolation prize for Cody Rhodes? It's going to feel less of that if we see somebody else win the title first. It's hard to explain, but that's kind of how I'm feeling in regards to that. I'm Ryan, so sorry I butchered your last name, but thank you so much for that super chat, man. Um, Okay, we got another one here from Stephen Marchuli, who's also always sending in so much love. He says, um, best show fit for Cross and Scarlet. Right now, honestly, I would say put them on Raw. I would say put Cross and Scarlet on Raw. Now, I'm probably just saying that because things have gotten incredibly st stale for carrying cross and for carrying cross on the SmackDown brand, uh, it's it's it hasn't been too great, and that's been one of the things that we've talked about a lot. You know, his feud with Drew McIntyre really wasn't anything too special. Um, he was feuding with Rey Mysterio, and every week, keep in mind, I cover SmackDown every week, and every week I forgot he was feuding with Rey Mysterio. That's terrible. It's really bad, man. <laughs> really bad. So I kind of wanted just maybe, let's get a fresh new, brand new surroundings, brand new environments. I would like to see uh, Karrion Cross go over to Raw and maybe, you know, start rubbing, you know, oh, this is going to sound really bad. Let me rephrase this. You know, get the rub, be with other guys in there like Matt Riddle. I would love to see a program with Cross and Matt Riddle. That could be refreshing. That could be something to liven up uh, Cross as a performer on the show. So that's where I'm at. I would definitely say uh, Raw for Cross so far based on how the roster is looking. Connor Cunningham. Connor, thank you so much for the super chat. Connor says, I'd love a one night tournament for the World Heavyweight Championship. I would too. Honestly, I really would. And to me, that would just feel more. Um, we would get more matches. We would get hopefully some new fresh matches, uh, given what we have so far to play with. I think there's some good little uh, things that can be done. And then to me, it would just feel a lot more grander once we actually get to Night of Champions to crown the official World Heavyweight Champion. So, Connor, I'm on board with you uh, here with the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. I would like to see that. And I would like to see it be taken seriously, get some really good quality matches. Um, that's what I would want to see. 
Jason PS3 sends in a super chat. Jason, thank you so much um, for sending this in. Jason says, so we have Bianca Belair, who is now on SmackDown against EO Sky, who is also now on SmackDown for the Raw Women's title. <laughs> Jason, that is currently what we're dealing with at the moment. Yes. Uh, again, I, I feel like this definitely means that Rhea Ripley is going to be on Raw. I mean, stay on Raw, excuse me. But I'm not entirely too sure. I mean, sorry, go to Raw. Oh, I'm already getting confused everywhere. Um, but I'm not too entirely sure here. I feel like you would definitely put them on opposite brands, but hey, at this point, I don't even know. I just really hope they don't do the title swap thing. I don't know what they can do. Just don't do the title swap thing. Uh, it's just, it feels too much like a prop. It just, oh, it's kind of irritating, but hey, whatever. Jason, thank you so much for the generous super chat. I really thank you for that. Um, All right, so... <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We're getting so many different thoughts and comments on this. So let's press on from here and let's get into the SmackDown pros and cons, because right now that SmackDown roster is looking pretty good. So here we go. SmackDown side of things. We got Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Sola Sokoa, Bianca Belair, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Edge, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Meechid, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eel Sky, Alba Fire, Isla Dawn. Uh, we got a couple of names there. We got two rows here of talent versus Raw only having one row of talent here. So let's talk about how this is looking on the SmackDown side of things. So the big thing, let's start off with the bloodline. So right now, the Usos, we still don't not we still do not know if they're going to remain on SmackDown or if they're going to go over to the Raw side of things. Prediction-wise, I definitely think that they're going to remain on SmackDown. And the big thing here is that we had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, primarily Sami Zayn, basically telling the Usos, like, hey, do you guys not realize what's happening here? You're out here dedicating matches to Roman Reigns when in reality. You guys didn't even draft it together. Roman Paul and Solo are drafted together, and you're not. And then on top of that, today, the Usos lost in their WrestleMania rematch against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which now means that they're kind of, you know, being a, a disappointment to their tribal chief. And so that's pretty much the story that we're continuing with right now on SmackDown. So it's like, I... I do think we're going to see them on the same brand because there's still so much more story, so much more there to tell. I just think they're making them sweat a little bit, you know, making them sweat a little bit, see what, what, what the hell is going to happen with them. And, you know, I just feel like you can't separate them yet from Roman Reigns because there's just too much, too much story there to tell. But also, holy cow, this says so much about Solo Sokoa to be drafted with Roman Reigns. It could have just been Roman Reigns by himself. It could have been Sola Sokoa by himself. And then the Usos as a set. To be drafted alongside with Roman Reigns, yes, me, says a whole lot. It definitely says a whole lot. Now, we've talked a lot about Bianca Belair and what the hell they're going to do with the titles. No idea. Um, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are two other people that are now going to SmackDown. So, Prior to them being on Raw, they were on SmackDown. And 
when they were on SmackDown, they were having some really great tag team matches, just everything you can think of. But because the SmackDown division at that point, SmackDown tag team division at that point was so slim, we were kind of seeing the same matches over and over again. Like, man, we saw them and uh, freaking like uh, Alpha Academy so many times. I mean, we were just seeing so many of the same matches over and over. So when they got drafted to Raw, Man, I was I was very happy, even though we did get to see some some similar matches, but it's fine. Um, we I was very, very happy about that. Now they're back on SmackDown, but I do think now with the landscape and things changing, I do think that this is a good thing. Uh, I'm curious though as to whether or not we're gonna be seeing more of, you know, either or either Montez or Angela doing more single stuff. I think that's mainly what a lot of people kind of want to see now because I'm kind of feeling, and let me know how you guys feel here in the chat about this, but I'm kind of feeling like we've sort of seen everything that we can kind of get from the Street Profits. Now, I'm not saying break up the Street Profits, and I don't think they will because especially they have this Hulu show with Bianca Belair and Montez Ford coming up, and I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, want to, you know, clearly have you know Angela Dawkinson's their best friends and all that good stuff so I don't I don't expect them to break them up as a team I mean they got drafted together but I would like to see more of an emphasis on either Montez or both guys kind of doing you know their own singles thing as well because I feel like that's just going to liven up the act a little bit more either that or we really got to get this influx of tag teams and new teams that they can work with because they've pretty much worked with almost every team and they're not going to be working against Imperium because they're on different rosters. Um, so I'm trying to think here, like what is a good way for them to kind of spice things up for the street profits? Because right now it kind of feels like we're getting the same thing. It's entertaining, but it's still stuff that we've already seen with them there. So um, let's move on with, we got edge edge is a good, um, I'm, I really hope this means that, uh, we're going to see Judgment Day remain on Raw. And I think we will, considering that I'm thinking Rhea's going to stay on Raw. I'm thinking Judgment Day will stay on Raw. I just don't want to see Edge and the Judgment Day on the same roster anymore because I'm so over and done with with that story. So I want to make sure that these two parties remain on separate islands, okay? Now, next up, Bobby Lashley. Here's one I'm excited about because... This past week, not this past week, excuse me, uh, earlier this month when we had WrestleMania out here in Los Angeles, I got to interview Bobby Lashley. And one of the things I asked Bobby was, hey, like you've worked with everybody. Like what's left for you? Like, what do you want to do? It's that dream program. And the thing that Bobby Lashley told me was two things. One, he really wants to have a feud, a real, real deep program with Roman Reigns. Why the hell not? Because Roman Reigns is a top guy. Roman Reigns and he are here on the same roster. And man, we need to give Bobby Lashley something. Man got screwed at WrestleMania not getting a WrestleMania match. So I definitely want to see Bobby Lashley get something of quality on this show. So Bobby Roman, on top of that, Bobby Lashley also mentioned to me that he wants to see the Hurt Business officially get back together. And he wants to see a program with the Hurt Business and the Bloodline. Now, I know, of course, it's a little hard because the Bloodline is falling apart right now. But 
they could probably still do something with them. And that's if they get the, the, the hurt business officially back together. I don't know. Um, I, I wish they would because I really would like to see something with the bloodline and, uh, and the hurt business. And I think it would add new life to the bloodline because right now the bloodline is you have the bloodline, Sammy and KO and that whole thing. You have originally the bloodline and Cody Rhodes and that whole thing. So now I feel like we can inject some new life into that and that could definitely be the hurt business. But again, of course, we don't know that yet, but um, given that they're on the same roster, I'm taking that as a really good sign. Now, today we did get to see AJ Styles, Meechan, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows. We really hadn't seen them in a while. Uh, AJ Styles was out. So Meechan, Carl, and uh, Luke Gallows essentially kind of got screwed by that because they weren't being used on the roster. We weren't seeing anything there. Um, and so that kind of sucked. But we saw them here tonight. They got a quick beat down on the Viking Raiders. And they were just basically making their presence be known on SmackDown. So that was really good. Then we also had, um, we actually have a super chat here from Stephen Marchulis. Thank you, Stephen. He says, um, prediction for Lesnar. And then uh, he also says that he wants to see Ricochet versus Montez Ford. I want to see that too, bro. I want to see that too. Um, prediction for Lesnar. I'm going to say, put him, keep, I'm going to say, keep raw, raw for sure. And the only reason I say that is because Roman's on SmackDown. <laughs> And we don't want to see Roman Brock again or whatever. So I'm going to go with Raw for Lesnar right now. Um, that's where I'm at, Steven. Thank you so much for asking. Um, okay. And then, so that was the, the whole thing with the OC. Now, we also got Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eosky on um, SmackDown. This is good. I'm going to circle back to them later because I want to talk about Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Now, Michael Cole kept saying her name wrong. Uh, it's Isla. Isla Dawn. Uh, so for those of you who didn't know, I didn't know that the first time either. So uh, it's okay. Uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Let's talk about them because they are currently the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. So if you're following along, we now have the NXT Women's Champion and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions that were drafted to the main roster. So uh, yeah, there's some complications there, but um, they're going to be having to match for the titles against Caden uh, and Katana. So I'm assuming they're going to lose the titles come Tuesday and all will be all will be well and they'll be, you know, cleared to go and do whatever. But anyways, I want to talk about them here because Alba Fire is an interesting one. She's somebody that when she was feuding with Mandy Rose, everybody that would tune into these NXT post shows, we would be like, Oh, yeah, she's either gonna become NXT Women's Champion or she's gonna go to the main roster. Oh, she lost. She's going to the main roster. She has been main roster ready for a good amount of time. She's a great competitor. She has a great look. The character is good. All of that. Now, Isla Dawn is a lot on the newer side. So she has, you know, uh, she's a lot newer, but. She's really good at, um, she's, she's not bad in the ring, FYI, um, but she's also primarily really good at the character stuff. They kind of gave her a little bit of like this uh, bewitching uh, black magic, 
black magic type of uh, persona on NXT. And she's been really nailing that. Um, for them as champions, they just became NXT Women's Champions at Stand and Deliver. So we really haven't been able to see too much of them as champions. But even so, um, together as a duo, they're really good. They mesh very well. Um, the, it makes sense. Like when you see them together as a tag team, they uh, they mesh very well. And that's something that is lacking when you think of the women's tag team division. You don't really see. I mean, we got Liv and Raquel, who, yeah, they're fun and all. But do they really mesh? Not really. So we want to see, or at least I want to see, more tag teams that actually mesh well together. And that's definitely Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. And you can also do single stuff with that. So the reason I wanted to save damage control was because... When it comes to the pros right now of what we're seeing with the SmackDown brand based off of night one is that the women's division is looking very, very strong on SmackDown. And this was one of my biggest criticisms of SmackDown before was that the women's roster was so, so slim. It was slim pickings, man. And right now, we completely flipped the coin. We're seeing a way more stacked women's division. You got Bianca Belair, who's, you know, at the mountaintop for sure. You got Meechid, who has not been able to fully show just yet on WWE what she can le legitimately do. Um, When she got released from WWE, uh, what was it like 2020, 2021? I forget what year. And she went to Impact Wrestling. I watched so many of her matches in Impact. That is where I became a fan of hers because I just got to see what she's capable of. And clearly there's a lot of people that, you know, only watch WWE that never got to see her, you know, in Impact, see what she can do. And so I feel a lot of people aren't fully aware of her skill set and the things that she can do and the kind of competitor that she is. So for that reason, I'm already thinking like, oh yes, Bianca Belair, Meechin, let's go. Um, You can really, um, really do something there you got bailey bailey's got a long history with bianca uh so they can always circle back to that but it would be a little bit repetitive so i would like to see some new uh matchups there but you got dakota kai who's been killing it uh you know so far but you would also i want to see more uh singles dakota kai i want to see her have more of these singles matches uh eo sky is another one that's incredibly talented so you got a really really good amount of women Alba Fire, Island Dawn, Ia, Dakota, Bailey, Meechin, uh, Bianca. You so far got a good mix for uh, competitors for Bianca, but also we start to see a little bit of the tag team for the women start to unfold because you already got two teams here. So there you go. We're getting there. We're doing good. So that's kind of my main pro for SmackDown um, so far. And then for the main title picture, you know, you got Roman. You got Edge, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles. Uh, I definitely would like to see them. Uh, there's a lot that I would like to see there. Mainly more so Roman, AJ, I think would be fun. Of course, I already mentioned Bobby Roman. Uh, so there's some things that can be done there, but we'll get some more names uh, you know, added um, for all of that as well. So that's where we're at tag team division as well with the Street Profits and uh, Luke, uh, Luke Allison, Carl Anderson. So that's, that's looking pretty tight. 
All right, so let's see what we got here, guys. Um, FYI, for those of you who, if this is your first time tuning in to my Speak Now Pro Wrestling podcast, thank you so much for giving me a chance, for giving me uh, any sort of time of your day. I really thank you for that. I am going to be live here three times a week, Tuesdays, NXT, Wednesdays, AEW Dynamite, Friday, SmackDown. So if you just want someone to come and like chat with you, chat some pro wrestling, I got your back, man. I try to make this an interactive show and always try to do different things. So please uh, check out the show. I'll I'll be live. So if you just want to hear what the hell is going on in wrestling or see if someone had the same reaction or opinion as you. I got your back, man. Um, Mike Parker sends in a generous super chat. Thank you so much to Mike, who says uh, he would like to see Raquel and Liv get drafted to Raw and lose the belts to Isla and uh, um, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. And well, first of all, I'm, they're going to mainly lose the tie. Uh, oh, you mean to crown Isla and Alba uh, champions? I see. I see what you mean here. Sorry, I, met, I first read it wrong. I wouldn't hate that. I think that would make a huge impact for them right away. But um, it, it's weird because I mentioned that Raquel and Liv, to me, they don't necessarily match as a tag team. But at the same time, I don't hate them as a tag team. But I still kind of want to see Sonya and Chelsea Green kind of get an, a shot at them because I also think that they kind of they mesh very well personality wise. So I don't want to exclude uh, Sonia and Chelsea Green because I, I kind of want to see that as well. Um, Mike also says this would also free up Raquel for some future matches with Rhea as they match up well in size and had a good feud in NXT. They surely did. And even though right now it's not Raquel's time to be, you know, champion because she's working her way up there, you know, uh, she will be in hopefully in the future, but she's making her way there. But I do think that that would be, she would still be a great competitor for uh, Rhea Ripley to defend her title because, you know, Rhea as a champ, she's going to need some a, a good quality competitor. So they could probably do that with Raquel. And again, like you mentioned, they already have their history from NXT and know how to work with one another. So um, thank you so much to Mike Parker for uh, also sending in that super chat. We got R33S3M who says, no real champion wants to see another guy calling himself champ. There could only be one. Well, we got two, we're going to be getting two main champs. But yeah, I, I get what you mean, because look, when you think of champions, when you think of the very, very top champion, you think the mountain peak, right? All eyes there. All eyes want the champion. Like uh, everybody talks about, you know, does the belt make the man? Does the man make the belt? I, I'm on the side of the man makes the belt. So if the if the man's making this belt, I'm looking at that and I'm going, I want to be the man. I want to have that belt. I want that championship. I want to be at the very top. And so I don't disagree with there being like one sole champion. Um, uh, to me, that just makes it more grand, more prestigious, uh, all of that. R33S3M, thank you so much for that super chat. I really thank you for that. Um, oh man, <laughs> Wrestling Fan 316, who's a member here of the YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Wrestling Fan 316 says your shows are therapeutic, Denise. Welcome. How are you feeling today? Hope you're feeling well. Please let out all of your uh wrestling feelings. You let them out over here. Appreciate it. All right. So, anyways, 
let's um press on we got a couple more things to talk about on smackdown if there's anything that i didn't touch on because i might have forgotten because i got about a thousand things in my mind right now please uh send in a comment i will make sure to look at that and read that and see what you guys are saying um something that i haven't touched on please uh do let me know uh we got a super chat here from a d money a cash who says um top top five pro wrestling podcasts i support spongebob thumbs up Spongebob thumbs up. Oh, okay. I get it. Sorry. I read this completely wrong. D money. A cash says top five pro wrestling podcasts. I support then says Spongebob thumbs up. Denise also, no matter where theory goes, John Cena, go and get that rematch. By the way, I do think that Austin theory, um, should have, he probably should have been, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I do think that Austin theory should have definitely probably been chosen. Um, or wait, actually, I don't, was he, I don't know if he was eligible tonight, actually. I didn't pay attention to that. And then never mind, because I'm not too sure if he was eligible for today or if he was eligible for the next one. He's probably eligible for the next one. So never mind. Um, so scratch that. Um, but Austin Theory, though, I think when um he should be getting drafted pretty high, though. I, at least I think so. Uh D Money A Cash, thank you so much for the super chat and for the support, man. Um, all right, so uh let's go ahead and uh press on from here. And let's see if there's anything else that we need to cover that I didn't mention. Monday, May 8th is when the official um the official new rosters take place. So this will be following backlash for those of you wondering. And uh, we also got to see, I didn't mention, by the way, one of the things I did like about this draft was that we got to see all of these different people come in and actually make the uh, announcements. Like we got to see uh, Teddy Long, RVD. When RVD came out, I was watching the show, right? And he was one of the first uh, guests because he because Triple H did round one and then RVD did round two uh, along with Michael Hayes. But when RVD came out of the door, I had this moment where I was like, man, that guy looks like RVD. Then I was like, shit, that is RVD. But because I didn't know he was going to be on the show, I was like not expecting RVD whatsoever. So man, of course, big fan here of RVD. But uh, so that was really good to see him. Uh, we got to see Teddy Long. JBL was with him as well. Uh, and then uh, Road Dog and Shawn Michaels did the final fourth round. I love love that they had Shawn Michaels do the NXT call-ups because that makes perfect sense. Um, so that was really nice to see them do that extra touch. Um, all right, other things that we need to talk about in regards to SmackDown, and then that'll pretty much be a wrap um, that we haven't talked about, is we did get a match between Pete Dunne and LA Knight. The two main things to know about here is that LA Knight was incredibly over here tonight. The crowd loves him. He got his win over Pete Dunne. Um, the crowd's really into LA Knight. That's what you need to know. Um, we also ended up getting some tag team action. We saw the LWO, the Street Profits, Braun Strowman, Ricochet. Street Profits, considering that they've just been drafted to SmackDown, got that W, but I'm still here. Like, when's the LWO going to get some wins? Um, nothing much else to add there. Zelina Vega versus Sonia Deville. Now, Zelina Vega is going into this match against Rhea Ripley at uh, Backlash. And pretty much, I mean, if we were to run a poll right now, I think it would be like 99.9% .9 of the people here would be like Rhea Ripley is winning. And I agree. I'm not expecting to see Rhea Ripley lose, but this definitely feels, uh, you know, Zelina is not, I don't think a lot of people are expecting her to win. And so they kind of use this 
Um, they gave her a victory here today and she needed that. She really needed that. But on top of that, she was attacked by Rhea Ripley after this match, but then she was able to get, you know, to, to kind of basically outsmart Rhea and that's in that scenario. And she was able to, you know, basically walk out with her head held high. But afterwards, she had this backstage interaction with her and uh, Santos and Rey Mysterio. And Rey basically gave her like the whole, like he gave her a dad speech and he was basically telling her like, hey, you know, I know what it's like to be the small competitor and for people not to believe in me. And, you know, if you believe in yourself, you can defeat Rhea Ripley and this, this, and that. And she was like looking very promising. And so I did like that they added this extra touch because it's true. Everybody here is expecting to see Rhea Ripley walk out as champion. No one, not a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure there's a few, a small minority of people that probably uh, uh, think that they're going to uh, have Zelina win, but I don't think so. But I love that they incorporated that into the story uh, because either way, people do love to get behind the underdog. Of course, this is a different situation because people love Rhea. But at the end of the day, you can't help but also kind of want to root a little bit for the underdog. So I did like that they're at least shaping the story, not so that, you know, there's just a little bit more there. So I was definitely... Uh, I definitely liked that. We got a super chat here, a very generous one from Hunter Tillman, who says, off topic from talking SmackDown, but they did tapings for Impact Wrestling and Trinity debuted. Uh, switching back to the draft, why? Uh, who do we think is going to be top contenders for the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship? So I kind of, um, first of all, on the Trinity thing, so happy for her. Uh, that was something that was, you know, making the rounds on the news and kind of had, you know, leaked beforehand that she would be making her Impact Wrestling debut. Uh, I wasn't expecting to see her at Impact Wrestling, but you know what? There she's doing it, and I'm excited to see what she does there because the women's roster on Impact Wrestling is chef's kiss, guys. There are so many good talent, great talents there. You're afraid that great talents there that she can work with, and I think she'll be able to have some. She'll be able to have some fun, and it's a win for Impact Wrestling. It's a win for Impact Wrestling. Get some buzz for them. All of that. Um, and I kind of mentioned this earlier in terms of top contenders for the WB uh, World Heavy, I'm sorry, for the, yeah, for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I'm obviously Cody Rhodes. Right now with what we have for the Raw roster, based on what we have right now, it's Cody, Drew, I'm throwing in Gunther, and um, I'm also adding Matt Riddle in there. But it's most likely going to be Cody. And depending on where Seth gets drafted, uh, if he stays on Raw, then my pick is Seth Rollins to become uh, to become the champ. So that's that's where I'm at on this one. But Hunter Tillman, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so, so much for this generous super chat. Um, much love to you. Thank you so much, Hunter. Um, all right, so, and uh, we got another one from Tigo720. Thank you so much to Tigo720 for this generous super chat. Uh, Tigo720 says, uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya beat Alba, beat Alba for the NXT tag titles in uh, Go Spice Up NXT for a while. Oh, interesting. Uh, chamber a four-way match for each women's title. Make it look better um, when uh, oh, Rhea Ripley and uh, Rhea win. Oh, wait, sorry, Rhea and uh, Bianca win. Okay, so let's, the first portion of your message, Chelsea Green and Sonia beat Alba and uh, 
I love for the tag titles. I don't think it's going to happen because, again, I think they're going to lose to Kaden and Katana because they already announced that match. Um, They announced that one on SmackDown. And even though, though, I wouldn't want to see Chelsea Green and Sonya go to NXT right now because Chelsea Green just got there and she's not just got there. Obviously, she was with the company before. But this is like the first time we're really getting to see her uh, presence more so on the main roster. And I don't want them to undo a lot of what they've just started to do there with them. Um, I mean, if they did like a couple of weeks, sure, it'd be fun to kind of see that rub in there, especially because we do, we have a lot of women on NXT, but we don't have a lot of tag teams, a lot of women tag teams. We have a lot of women, but not a lot of women tag teams, but they can, you know, move things around and make that happen, right? And then um, he's saying a chamber, a four-way match for each women's title makes it look better. Um, Honestly, for me, whatever the story feels right, whatever the story feels right, whether it calls for, you know, a one-on-one or more than that, I'm cool with that. But Tigo720, man, thank you so much for sending this in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, All right, let's press on on where I was at here. So the other thing that I needed to talk about for SmackDown was, um, actually, I already talked about the OC earlier, and I already talked about the main event match, really. Um, That was a fun match, but that was really just, I feel, to give us a really big matchup for a special show, which was for, you know, night one of the draft and to continue furthering that dissension. And now, you know, the Usos are basically kind of disappointing Roman Reigns because they were not able to defeat uh, Sammy and KO at WrestleMania. And they weren't able to do it again tonight on SmackDown. So uh, it's not looking too good right now for the Usos. So we'll see where that all ends up. Also, Next week, next Friday Night SmackDown, we got some matches that have been announced and some announcements there. We have, um, for the go-home show heading into uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico, we're going to have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Karrion Cross, And uh, this is pretty much, I'm assuming, going to be the end of it if Karrion Cross, uh, Yeah, because uh, Shinsuke is going to be on Raw. So he's moving to another brand. If Karrion Cross goes to another, if goes to Raw, then they could probably continue this, but I would hope they wouldn't. So I hope that this would be the end of it. But my pick is that I hope Cross goes to Raw. But Shinsuke is going to Raw, um, you know, after this. Um, we're also going to be seeing Bad Bunny. He's going to be a uh, part of SmackDown next week to make it his appearance. Makes sense since he has a match against Damian Priest at Backlash. And then we're also going to be seeing the OC versus the Viking Raiders. And this is based off of their uh, attack that they did today in ring. So, man, oh, my God. All right, everyone. That was the WWE Draft Night one uh what a show i want to just say thank you so much to everybody who tuned in uh without you guys this show this podcast is nothing if you haven't subscribed to this channel if you're new here please subscribe i post a tremendous amount of wrestling content i fund myself to go to all of the events that I possibly can. I pay for my flights. I pay for my hotels. Uh, Every time it's like playing the lottery. And uh, every time I go and try to get as much footage, as much content as I possibly can, 
put it up here on YouTube and pray to the YouTube gods that the algorithm pushes it and pray to the YouTube gods that uh, they do well. So every time this channel is completely funded by me and I post so much content, don't believe me, scroll through the videos, scroll through the podcast, scroll through the shorts, uh, whether you're a WWE fan, AEW fan, whatever it is that tickles your pickle, I make sure to um, post it up here. If you want to see MJF eat pickles, that video's up here too. Um, all of that. So please make sure to subscribe. Um, I'm posting so much different content. So my goal is if you are a wrestling fan, that you will get good wrestling content here on this channel with your favorite uh, wrestlers and all of that. I'm live Tuesdays talking about NXT, Wednesdays, AEW Dynamite, and Fridays, um, SmackDown. And when the new um, collision show for AEW comes about, then I'll be live on Saturdays too. Um, but other than that, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Do not forget to subscribe. Give me a follow on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Have a great weekend, and I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, everyone.